Welcome to the 5am grind. Our mission is to create content to help you pursue your dreams in entrepreneurship or land that dream career. Tune in every week to get insights on mindset, goal setting, lifestyle, and exclusive interviews from leading entrepreneurs and business leaders across the country. Welcome to the 5am grind. Harris, what's up, man? Not much. What's up with you? It's good. It's good. It's good. You know, um, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Life is good. <laughs> yeah, Business good. is good. Work is good. Yeah. Weather's warming up. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I'm uh, This year, it's not just like the weather I'm looking forward to. Like I am looking forward to the weather. Yeah. Cause I, dude, I will look forward every summer, but this is a little special. <laughs> I, I agree. Because of what? The lockdown? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm yeah. hoping oh. we could finally, you know. Get those Resume second doses. I think as of today, we are our first dose is higher than America. Correct. Yeah. States like it is not like by a percent by a little two. bit by yeah. a little bit. And then like the government kind of announced that the second shots are going to be administered yeah. faster. Correct. So I'm hoping if we could push up to like 50 percent by end of June. We were very yeah. critical of our vaccine rollout here in Canada, but it looks like we've picked it up. You know, we're coming yeah. from behind. I don't know. My, coming my, from behind. my thing is, is more like it was a geopolitical thing. There's a lot of vaccines kind of uh, diverted to first buyers, yeah, yeah. People, mostly people. the states, so you're, our neighbors down the, uh, in the south. And then when that like demand dried up a little bit, because yeah. they're having a little they're having a harder time kind of pushing the first vaccines above where it is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I think a lot of the supply and as soon as it opened up, the government was very good. They just like just <laughs> vaccinated everybody in a yeah. month or two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, done yeah, six really weeks, yeah. I think. And like, it's like record timing. I would say. Yeah. So public service announcement. If you haven't gotten your shot, go get it. <laughs> we don't endorse anything <laughs> legally. <today. laughs> All right. So for this week's podcast, we, I thought we'd cover, we're coming out of COVID lockdowns and we just yeah. talked about it. And it's this whole trend about remote work. Is yeah. it just a fad? All right. So the questions we're going to cover today are as follows. Is remote work a fad? Number two, what do you like about remote work? Number three, does productivity decrease if you're working remotely? Four, is it hard to give good client service when you're working remotely? And number five, how do you maintain a strong company culture when working remotely? All right. Mm. So in your opinion, is working remote a fad? Uh, Yes and no. I think. Come, come on, man. What is these yes and no answers? Just pick one. <laughs> I would say if I had to pick, I'd say it's a fad. Okay. And the reason I say no is because um, I don't think uh, it's a fad across the board, across every industry. There okay. might be some industries, a few industries that like remote work is fine. Yeah. Um, for the most part, I don't, I think it, uh, it's something I form like it's a fad, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, for example, the legal industry for sure it's a fad. I mean, um, the way firms grow, the way firms like the way you share information is by working together within uh, like uh, the same place under the same roof. As weird, weird as it sounds, you can't get that same information. Um, you would if you were like through any kind of chat. I know our firm uses Microsoft Teams. You can't get that same information, mm-hmm. right? Um, just because, like, I know that when working, 
there's a lot of habits that you you see the other experienced employees or people in a profession have um, that you don't you would never ever imagine to ask. Yeah. Right. If you hadn't seen it, but when you see it, you're like, oh, that like works, and you pick it up. You get what I mean? So mm-hmm. there's a lot of knowledge being transferred by everybody working under the same roof, and so. I think for that one reason, that's the biggest reason that it becomes like a fad because it's just very hard to train people. Now, if you can, like, that's for a lot of the nuanced stuff. I think within both of our industries, I think there's a lot of nuance within tax and law mm-hmm. um, or accounting and law. There's a lot of inf- like things where um, you can't just automate this. Where you can automate it, I think it's there's a push to automate it even more. Then it's not remote working. It's just like your work it's being is automated. done. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. So I'll take the other side of the coin and say remote work, at least some of remote work, is here to stay. Yeah, yeah. Some of it is. I do agree with you that people have short memories and people will be like, they'll go back to the office and say, yeah, yeah, we'll work a hybrid schedule. And then slowly, slowly, you'll see this transition happen. People will be like, well, no, we actually expect our office people or employees to be in the office five days a yeah. week. So people will eventually, I think, go back to the way it was yeah. because that's not just how human beings are. I hope some of it stays. And I think some of it will. I'm optimistic. Some mm. of it will. Because employees, especially some engineers even in Silicon Valley, are not asking specifically for a couple of days of remote work to be able to work from home or flexibility, yeah. blah, yeah. blah, 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 etc. I think companies as well will realize that they don't need this much office space. Let's be honest. For a lot of accounting firms, and I would imagine law firms as well, the biggest costs are you have your revenue, your second biggest cost is people, yeah. and then your third biggest cost is usually rent. Yeah. Right? So if you Overhead. can do away yeah. with some of that rent... Yeah. It's a huge cost savings. So you got to consider it to a, some extent and be like, could we reduce our per, per footprint? Could we make it a bit smaller? Should we have people some days in the office? Maybe some days you don't. Stuff yeah. like that. So I hope I hope some of it stays. I think some of it will stay. Yeah. But remains to be seen. I think it, it definitely a lot of, like, it will stay for a lot of industries. Mm-hmm. I think even if it stays for legal, um, I think our law firm would be moving like we don't, I would never do a, uh, I, I'm not even a big fan of hybrid, to be honest. Like what's the point of a hybrid hybrid day? It's like, um, when you're, I feel like by coming to the office, there's the share of information. You're also more motivated to work. Yeah. Right. There's very few people mm-hmm. who have that self-motivation and that self-discipline Yeah. Um, to be working for that kind of time by themselves. Yeah. And when you're with other people, you kind of like you're you're helping one another kind of work and you see other people doing things and you're doing things yourself, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I do feel like there's just and there's a different atmosphere working at like even uh, throughout this uh, pandemic. I've been coming to the office. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't. There's nobody comes to the office except you're me. here. There's, alone. Yeah, there's no clients coming. No, nobody. Right? Yeah. And I, I still come. Yeah. Because even though now, like all of our client meetings, um, are all online. Yeah. Um, and it shifted the way we did work. In a lot of ways, it got better. Um, but at the same time, I come to the office because it's a different mindset. I don't know how to explain it. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. Like my You're desk, work. my everything. Yeah. Like You're it's at just, work. It's a shift of like yeah. where I am and how I do things, and like like all the things are in the right places, and at home. Um, I mean, if you have a home office, I don't know. I still would say there's distractions because I know, like, I live at home um, with my parents. 
I'm sure um, <laughs> when you're home more often, there's always like a question of like, oh, can, can something be done together? Can we do this or do that or whatever? You know what I mean? So there's always somebody pulling you in some direction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Parents or wife or whatever it is. Yeah, siblings, yeah. your kids, whoever it is, your neighbors. There is definitely a pull. There's no way that you could be living at, uh, working from home and there's nobody else It's kind of like... Asking for your attention yeah, or yeah. time. Mm. Yeah. Got it. What do you like about remote work? So understood you've done a bit of a hybrid approach. You've come into your office being here alone and being yeah. able to work. Um, but what would you say you like about work, remote work in general? Are there some things that you, you know you thought discovered maybe that, okay, oh, this is actually an advantage This is something that's made this process yeah. a bit smoother. What are some of those things? So meetings is one of those. Mm-hmm. Right. Meetings say. are much shorter now. Yeah. Right. You're very much to the point. They're very and much focused. You're very focused, whether they're like team meetings yeah. or whether there is um, client meetings. You're not just kind of chewing the fat, as they say, right? Yeah. You're not just talking about nothing. You're not like whatever. It's very much... This is the purpose of our conversation. It's good for me in that sense that, okay, the conversation, like our meetings are lasting, what would take 30 minutes, an hour is now like 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Yeah. In the long run, is that good? I don't know. Because uh, if a client comes in and they're, they're, they're talking to us and they build a relationship, um, that's definitely an issue. Yeah. So then our firm is definitely figuring out ways on how we can build that relationship with the client, even though the meetings have been squeezed. So, but there's definitely um, that that that's it's a good change in that like everybody's to the point. There's no oh my god, fluff. whatever. There's no fluff. Mm. There's none of that. Yeah, or very little, if any. I'd say the same thing. Client meetings are very much focused yeah. to the point, direct. You are there to meet for a reason. There is no reason to have the meeting without a reason. There, every meeting has a purpose. Yeah. So that's always nice. Um, I'd say like people who work though at employers and stuff like that, what you are starting to notice is a lot more meetings being scheduled on your calendar simply because a lot of people are missing mm. that office interaction. Yeah. What something could have been said by, you know, uh, turning around and telling someone in five, within five minutes, Hey, could you do this? Or let's talk about this. Yeah. Now it takes like a scheduled 30 minute yeah. WebEx yeah, or zoom call, yeah. which is like annoying because yeah. you could have taken five minutes and just told me what this is the fluff is scheduled the fluff is scheduled (laughs) exactly exactly right it's like oh we're gonna talk for five minutes i really want to talk about this but we'll have other things to talk about too it's like come on man it is it is that like uh your entire calendar gets filled with you know online meetings webex and zoom and stuff like that so that is annoying uh but i'd say in some industries yes some of the meetings some of the discussions have become way more focused which is a good thing yeah. Any other pros of working remotely? I think for me, uh, the flexibility is always nice because sometimes now working remotely, I'm working from home. If I want to work out in the middle of my day, it's a bit more possible. Uh, if I want to run an errand in the middle of my day, it's possible. You know, it's not such a chore to be have to leave the office, go to your appointment, come back. Yeah, it's a bit uh, more flexible, which but, I like. But I feel like that could be integrated into the workplace and that's something i never liked about working and i would never do that in my workplace where Mm -hmm. people are like oh my god like yeah when there's work to be done you do the work but you also have a life and that needs to be understood and then like if you want to take a break and then you know not everybody's a nine to five you got to put in your time however that is right um and be there when you need to be but if you can be uh if you can leave 
for a quick workout, if you can leave for an appointment that shouldn't be frowned upon. I think a lot of people in a lot of workplaces, they were hesitant, you know, because people are going to think, oh, my God, I'm not working. I'm away from my desk. And there was a pressure to stay there. Yeah. So and especially if work is something that is it takes a decent part of your life, um, especially like an, at an office environment, um, um, like that definitely should be. I would never have people working for me saying, like, yo, I'm me telling them, hey, listen, you can't um, go to a meeting or what an appointment or that you can't work out in the middle of the day, provided, like, you know, there's The time. work is getting done. Yeah. And it's they're getting productive. done, and if there's an, an appointment with a client, you're not going to be like, all right, you know what, peace out, I'm going to yeah, go to the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Be, be reasonable about yeah. it. Yeah. So as long as you've got your responsibilities down, mm-hmm. right, the rest, do what you got to do. Got yeah, it. Because it's life, man. You're spending yeah. so much time. Yeah, agreed, agreed, agreed. Do you think uh, productivity has decreased as we've moved to and in, into this whole remote working environment? Have you felt a decrease in product productivity? Have you seen the opposite? Have you seen an increase in productivity? Right. How do you feel about that? I think uh, my personal opinion is that productivity may have stayed the same or maybe even spiked in the beginning mm-hmm. as you kind of carry the same habits to working from home. But now you don't have to travel. Now you don't have to do all these other things, but those habits are there. But then as like you sustain that habit, um, productivity could dip because you're now replacing new habits with the old habit. Right. So you're now you're not you're no longer a lot of people like don't remember what an office life is because they've been out for over a year. Right. And so they replaced their habits with other habits. And I don't know what those habits are. It's easy to like, you know, in the morning, I I don't want to start at this time. I want to start at that time. Um, because nobody's kind of overlooking me, so maybe I could. And maybe I'm going to now start an hour later and try to squeeze that work into the two hours after, and so you're rushing through everything, and then the quality goes down, right? So those kind of things, I would imagine, um, would be happening. I sometimes do see it. I do see kind of individuals, um, they take on tasks uh, just a little bit more reluctantly, just working be, from home? Yeah, because yeah. there's like, oh, you know what? Oh, really? Because I think in their mindset, it's like, you know what? Either I could be doing this mm-hmm. or I could be watching TV or Netflix or yeah. whatever else, right? And so I don't want to really do that. Whereas at work, when you're at work, you there is no other. You got to do this. Then you're like, you know what? Like, I'm here. Might as well do something. Might as well do that. Right? Yeah, so I'm I'm just saying not like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm being pessimistic. I think there's a lot of diligent guys uh, and girls out there. Um, but I do feel that just it's natural. It's natural because like, work for most people, right, for a lot of people may not be something like it's at the end of the day, it's work. It's called work. It's not called you know, like playtime or anything. Yeah. So there is a a pushing up against something that is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And pe- different people deal with it different ways. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What do you think? Uh, so productivity-wise, I think, uh, yeah, it's ebbs and flows. To be honest, in the beginning, I was very productive and very much to the point. It was very efficient. And some days, the whole toll of like, I guess maybe it's because we've been in a pan- pandemic because yeah. there's that weighing on you too. Productivity has somewhat, you know, um, yeah. varied and sometimes you're not as productive. Um, but I'd say on the whole, it's more or less the same. I didn't see, you know, a drastic difference between working in the yeah, office yeah. and working at home. Because when something got, is, has to be done, <laughs> it has to be done. doesn't matter yeah. where you are. That's the odd philosophy I operate with, at yeah. least. And I think a lot of people do the same. 
But I guess it depends from person uh, to person. I it's not different, the same. Man. I think you are by far one of the most disciplined people I know. Okay. By far. Thanks. By far. I appreciate that. <laughs> right. I, I would disagree, yeah. but... Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Like, by far, you're the most disciplined and one of the most hardworking people I know, right? I would say majority of people are not doing what you do, without a doubt. I have no, like, <laughs> doubt about that. So when you say, you know, your productivity is the same, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's 100%. I agree that, it, like, with you, it could go even go up, right? But when you say your productivity is the same, then I'm, like, worrying about everybody else, man. That means, like, everybody else definitely it has gone down if you're saying it's the, <laughs> the same for you, right? Because I think you're very diligent, you're very responsible, you're very, you know, like on top of things you know how to org you know yourself enough to organize yourself right correct i don't think like for a lot of people right it's again like especially people earlier on in their career mm -hmm. perfectly normal not to have acquired those tr uh, those traits or those habits correct there it's not like you went and started your first job with all these habits. no i didn't right? i did i developed yeah. them over time yeah so you so then like if you're at home and who are you looking at to build these habits and and there's so many distractions around it's like it's like if you're going on like if you want to eat healthy right you're not going to keep junk food around the house the first thing is to get rid of that mm -hmm. same thing with productivity you're gonna, not going to keep distractions around first thing is you're going to get rid of that Correct. And then you're going to figure out how to develop the right habits. So I feel like a workplace, a physical workplace is more like getting rid of the junk food. You're getting rid of the distractions so that you can focus in on everything else. Yeah. yeah. There's very few people, and I'm definitely not one of them, that if there's a <laughs> Kit Kat on the table, I'm going to be like, oh, you know what? I should be eating healthy, but this tastes real good, so I'm going to eat it right now. <laughs> so that's like that's I'm one of them. That's why I come to the office. I don't want distractions. I know like I'll spend some amount of time on YouTube, some amount of time on like Netflix or whatever yeah. it is, just wasting time. Yeah, yeah, so true. All right, so two more questions. So question number four is going to be: Is it hard to give good client service when working remotely? And the example I'll cite here is: We're coming out of lockdown. The U.S. is obviously ahead of us yeah, when it yeah, comes yeah. to coming out of lockdown. We've heard for some of the banks in the U.S., I think it was mm -hmm. J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, Wells Fargo. They're like, we'd like to resume in-person meetings and bring our employees back into the office as soon as possible, yeah. right? They want to be fully staffed, go back to pre-COVID life, um, no working remote, blah, 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 et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Do you think that, you know, working remotely does affect client service or do you, can you maintain the same client service? Um. I think you can maintain the same client service. Definitely. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what? There's just in terms of output. Okay. So yeah. in terms of like doing the work itself, you can maintain the same stuff remotely, mm -hmm. right? Like if somebody comes to me and it says, I need this kind of legal work done. Definitely. However, there's a lot of things in and around that relationship that do suffer. So it's very different. For me to see you in person and speak to you and build that relationship and, and, and really have a connection so that we're working together in the long run and get you to trust me. Right? Yeah. That does not change how I'm going to treat whatever work you're, you're, you're bringing me with, right? Correct. But if you trust me, then I, we have a, a stronger relationship and that work is done more easily. But it's not going to change the output. Do you get what I mean? It changes... Um, the client's understanding and interpretation and the intake mm -hmm. of what is given to them. Yeah, right? yeah. So a lot of times, as bad as this sounds, um, we will be doing work in the background, um, and then a lot, a lot of clients are like, well, this guy 
the firmly sauce for like 15 minutes. Yeah. They can't, you know what I mean? They couldn't have been doing all this stuff. What are they charging for? You yeah. Know what I mean? And so a lot of it then now has shifted into remotely showing the clients what work was being done on their file behind the scenes. You know what I mean? And and letting them know, you know what? Like, it's like, it's not like we're Netflixing yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're not around. Yeah. Right? Like your work is being done correctly. And this is the stuff that's being done. That's a little bit more different, right? When somebody comes to the office and they're like, okay, a client comes in and I need this work done. And I'll be like, all right, let's have a conversation about whatever this is. And then they'll see things. It's physical. They're like, all right, mm-hmm. there's desks here. There's a printer here. There must be some, something must yeah, be getting something done. Yeah, something must be going on. Right? As, as weird as it sounds, they got a, like, you know, a waiting area. They got a, like a whatever, a boardroom, whatever it is, right? And it becomes a very different understanding as opposed to, I was just in my living room when I signed. <laughs> what yeah. could they have done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So true. I'd say this: uh, the way to answer this question, the good client service, like you said, yeah. I think the work doesn't suffer. It's the same output. Yeah. But maybe the way client service suffers is the whole building a relationship. Yeah. You know, showing them that look, I really cared about whatever it is that you yeah, gave yeah, me. Yeah. I put my heart and soul into it. Yeah. That sort of thing sometimes goes away, which I think is quite key to develop those clients. Yeah relationships to win work to be able to get an engagement and some files um i think that's the part that suffers because customer service and client service is like it's all encompassing yeah it's a journey like you you always say this it's a journey you're walking them through a buying cycle you know they're they learn about your brand your firm they engage you with their work you do the work you deliver it you stay in touch blah 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 it's an entire journey maybe some parts of that journey suffers um, yeah. But I'd say, yeah, it's the same result. At the end of the day, closing in a house, doing yeah. your tax return, it's going to be the yeah. same result remotely or not. And it, it, it pre- but it also presents an opportunity. One of the things, for example, I yeah. would say is what Apple did. So right. Apple, um, when it would launch something, you know this better, you know? Yeah. Like we're working at Apple. Can't, but uh, can't talk on behalf of Apple. <laughs> okay. But my perspective, right? Go ahead. Yeah, okay. it's your perspective. So <laughs> my perspective alone, right, legal disclaimer, um, I thought, like, that what was done pretty nicely was um, when they would launch a new product, there would be, like, that meeting or whatever it is, a conference. Keynote. Yeah, yeah, keynote. Keynote. Um, what is it? Conference? It's called, it's called a keynote. Yeah, so... And that was very like, oh, wow, Some, like the CEO, right, is on um, the stage. Hmm. They're going through different things. A lot of people are there. There's an energy there, you know, and you're excited, all that stuff, which was good, right? But then when they shifted it to like uh, an online or remote experience, I thought like the video was done very nicely. It's very like professional it's like i don't know it's like watching a hollywood movie almost how the transitions are done and all the graphics and like how just crispy clear the colors it's a very immersive experience um to get you really to replace that energy in the room with something that just captures you and captivates you and so i feel like that's the opportunity and that is something that even firms like myself we're, we're captivating on or capturing or trying to capture where giving content to the clients to bring them into the experience to show them why they're working with us mm. or if, why they want to work with us as opposed to when they came in yes it was good the downside of it was it was also a very lazy experience because um 
there's not as many people involved. It could be a very low budget pitch because it could be me, me and one person or another, per, like two or three people. You come in and a client comes in um, and you have a conversation and you've done that pitch several times and you can build a relationship and not saying that there's anything wrong with it. But when you're creating a video, like there's a lot of elements involved. It's not just the content. It's not you got videographers, graphic designers, you got a, a bigger team to kind of develop all of that. But I think it's like so much more worth it too. It's something that, you know, I'm personally excited to move my firm towards that kind of approach. Nice. Nice. So it's like a combination of video and in-person interaction. Is that what you're saying? So I want like the move client it. experience. Client experience is like yeah, it's it's turning into your your you're now leaning more onto the content side of it, and yeah. then you're attached. I, li- I like that. It's like omni-channel. Yeah. You know, I yeah. can go from like all oh, I hate to, to use this, but attacking from all sides. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, but it's like a, yeah, you need a presence online. You need yeah. a presence in person, so they keep yeah. remembering and knowing your firm and your brand. Yeah, and the video thing, like one of the other good things is sometimes you're having an off day, right? You want to uh, do a, yeah something yeah. quick. Yeah, and like you you don't pitch to the client properly in person, but yeah. with the video, it's going to be the same, you know? Ah, it's, it's true. It's, it's consistency. A, yeah, yeah, it's very true. It's and a consistent so you, you pitch. You can nail it and you can understand it. Um, yeah. And then like there are certain other things where like, all right, well, when you're doing it in person, you can pitch, they can customize the pitch, but even with like these videos, you can, I think, make them so that they appeal to everybody Yeah. Um, or your target audience and make several ones that uh, they can look at. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so last question. How do you maintain a strong company culture when working remotely? Is that something you've struggled with? Uh, culture, you know, a lot of people focus yeah, on people, yeah, 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 culture yeah. building when they're building big companies and scaling. How do you maintain that when you're working remotely? So to start off, man, like culture and community is extremely, extremely, extremely important mm-hmm. um, because you want – the people that are working at your firm, your organization, appeal, feel like they're part of something. Yeah. They're social creatures, right? Um, and they and and at the same time, that other people um, have their back. If they don't know something, they can lean on somebody else. And they can speak to them and 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 really understand. Like, okay, we're in this together. You're not alone. So, for that kind of stuff, I don't think I've found a, any kind of real good fix. I haven't found any any kind of real. Like you have to like, you know what, like any strong culture in an organization, you're not only staying um, at the office, you're, you're doing stuff outside the office as well. Mm-hmm. The company should be bringing you together for other things, right? Um, like retreats or whatever it is so that you guys can have like, you can bond, you know, if, you, if you're working with, you're sitting next to somebody for eight hours a day five days a week, you know, day in, day out. You want to be friends with that person. You want to know that person, and you should, right, to build that relationship. And so that, like, if you have any questions, you can ask them, and then they can ask you. But um, for remotely, it's very, very difficult. It be, What it has turned into for me is I have to be more vigilant in being more vocal about um, organizational objectives and letting everybody know um, what the company's up to, where we're kind of moving, giving them that foresight, giving them that understanding of where we're headed so that they do, and in, in a way to kind of bring them in and make them feel like they're a part of something, you know, part of something meaningful, a meaningful change that we're kind of bringing about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's kind of my perspective. No, I, I, I like that. It's, it's actually a good perspective. I think you and I were talking about this offline yeah. as well. And what you said was, which I thought was a really good point, 
one of the things that happen in an office environment is just that organic discussion between yeah. employees and stuff yeah. like that. So let's say employee number one is struggling with an issue or how to solve something. They can easily ask somebody else for a solve. Or sometimes, you know, you get trained just watching other people yeah. do stuff in the office. It's sort of like you're never in that situation. You just you, you yeah. learn by watching, yeah. right? So that has certainly disappeared because now you're working remotely. Yeah. You don't yeah. have the opportunity to be able to do that. Um, I'd say, you know, creating a culture, you just have to be very deliberate about it in, yeah. a, in a remote environment. Yeah. You have to sort of schedule the meetings, uh, schedule the check-ins with your employees, yeah. Um, and maybe, you know, sometimes learn that everything can be done virtually and sometimes you do need to meet in person. Sometimes whether it's for a social activity at a restaurant, company retreat, strategy building, whatever it is, yeah. right? To make people feel like they're part yeah. of something bigger. So that's sometimes mm. important too. You need to be deliberate yeah. about it. And a lot of times, you know what I find myself? Like if somebody comes and asks me a question, um, like how is this done? I can answer right away um, and I can make it short and sweet, but I don't. Sometimes, if given the time circumstance, I'd be like, go ask that person. Right. Right. Not to be an ass, right? Yeah. Not to be difficult or anything, because I want to create that office um, interaction outside of the office. Because mm -hmm. I want them to know each other and I want them to have as many discussions with one another um, to get to, like, especially if you onboard somebody new. Yeah. It becomes difficult becomes very difficult to like do something where um, they get to know everybody. So you have to kind of almost manufacture those kind of uh, collisions that you would have um, in an office going to the kitchen, going to the water cooler, going to wherever, right? Yeah. Those natural discussions that happen. So I'd want that. I'd be like, Yo, even if it's a small question, go ask them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that, and, and, and then that kind of makes them more comfortable, right? Because then... Also, the other person knows in a way, too, that this person's asking me because I told them to ask him. So now they are making everybody's kind of making that effort, you know, to mm -hmm. kind of um, be one like close to one another, to interact, to talk to one another. So got it. So quick takeaways. Remote work here to stay here to go uh, here to go. Here to go. <laughs> All right. And you heard my perspective. I think remote work is here to stay. And uh, I hope it will. <laughs> All right. So we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Take care, guys. Take care.